Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mike again with Crash the Net. Another great episode here coming to you live. All right, I'm here with my guest, Dylan Sobo. Dylan, how are you feeling today? Pretty good, Mike. Excited for this sh- show? <laughs> it's going to be an epic one now. Uh, as the Winnipeg Jets avoid arbitration, re-signing Neil Pionk to a four-year, $23.5 million contract. Big pickup by Winnipeg. I really enjoy this pickup from Winnipeg. Pionk introduced himself into the league not so much as a goal scorer, but he does get in on that puck. He gives you the assists on your team. I really think this is a solid pick for Winnipeg for the years to come. Unfortunately, his plus-minus is fairly low, but I think it was due to the amount of time he had on the ice with the Rangers, most likely. In this scenario, on the Winnipeg Jets, I believe he's going to be able to keep that plus-minus pretty high. Yeah, I want to say the same. Uh, I know that he's done well before. Uh, The plus-minus doesn't really affect me as much as 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 anyone would really think it would. But he has been a key player for Winnipeg before. I'm glad that they avoided arbitration. Um, I'm glad that Neil Pionk is there and, and getting paid what he deserves. Very big key player for Winnipeg. I expect them to do big things with him. So, Mike, I believe it was not last year, but I think the year prior to that, the man had the most assists in his career. Do you feel that he's going to put up those numbers this year, or do you think his numbers are going to be lower? Well, this past season he played well. The season before he did. I'm not. I don't see any, um, any decrease in his play. I see more uh, of it going in a positive note, despite his plus minus. But he plays well. He plays the puck well. He puts the pressure. Uh, puts the pressure on the opposing team. I would expect him his him and his numbers to climb. Maybe not his plus minus so much. But I would expect him to do as well as he's been doing, if not better. I'm going to predict 30 assists for this man. I'll say probably around either the same, or I'll say maybe, to be realistic, I'll say 27. Okay, fair number. I'll say 27 for him. Dude, uh, he plays well. He plays the puck. He's aggressive. I have no problems with with, uh, the re-signing of Neil. He, He plays well. And now we're going to jump into the San Jose Sharks and their situation. Uh, unfortunately, several key players said that if the Sharks were to keep Kane, they did not want to be part of the team any longer. Who do you see moving? Because on my social media, I haven't heard anything from who's planning on moving and who's leaving. I haven't heard anything but expect it to be the veterans. The veterans of this league who, who who have been on that team for, I want to say, at least three to five years, even even longer, I would expect those key players, the veterans of that team, to not even want to be on that team anymore. And I, know, I would have to agree. I wouldn't want to play there either I'm if sure, I had a guy like Evander Kane on my team. And I'm sure, I don't know if 100%, but I'm pretty sure Patrick Marlowe came back to San Jose. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, I haven't heard anything. I I don't know. I know that he was playing for Toronto before, but I'm pretty sure Patrick Marlowe came back to San Jose. If so, I mean, I 
know that the guy is fairly well rounded and he's a really nice guy, but I don't. Maybe, maybe he is one of them. Maybe, maybe it's Logan Couture. It's got to be key players on that team that can see themselves better off without him. That'd be huge. That'd be really huge, and then it leaves a really dark shadow on Evander Kane's career. But it, no, I honestly, if it was up to me, I wouldn't want to see him play this year. I said it before. It puts a blemish on his career. It's just you don't expect the things that you hear from Evander Kane with a guy that puts up the numbers that he's put up in previous years. Some guy who has always stepped up to the plate when things got tough for their team. But, you know, things happen, and I guess he's lost sight of not just who the player he is, but I guess of the man he is, too. I mean, like, with it, it, it's not really great that him and his wife, are, or ex-wife for that matter, post all of their, um, air their dirty laundry out for everybody to see. But, you know, when there's more negative against Kane, you can't really fault the ex-wife. You can't really fault her. Yeah, I have to agree with you there, Mikey. I'm just saying because, like, he ha- he went bankrupt. He owes a casino, I want to say $500,000. That He doesn't have money. Apparently, he's been, um, he's been bailing out on games and not bailing out in the sense that um, he's leaving, but bailing out in a sense where he's not playing to his full potential. And if that's the case, he shouldn't really be in the league. He shouldn't be playing. Yeah, and there's a lot of fans down there too, over in California. I mean, you got the Sharks to choose from, you got the Kings, the Ducks, and you gotta think majority of that fan base is gonna be like, I'll take my, I'll take my talents over to a different team. I know there's a lot of, I guess you'd say rivalries amongst those teams, but if it comes down to the integrity of a person's career, I mean, I would switch fan bases for sure. I don't mean to pull Jimmy Chen here, but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, yeah, like. There will be a little bit of a rivalry. I feel that no matter where he goes, if he goes anywhere, I don't. I honestly don't think that he should play. If anything, I think that he should pull in Antonio Brown, not play for a year or two, and then come back refreshed and uh, with his life in order, and not hopefully, and not air his dirty laundry out for the public to see. Also, in other news, the Florida Panthers have signed Joe Thornton to a one-year contract of seven hundred and fifty thousand, the league minimum. Your thoughts on this signing? I felt when he left San Jose, his thoughts were, "I want to win a cup." Obviously, that was a first-round exit. So you t- choose as a veteran to take your talents to the Panthers. I see why he did it and why he came down here but in my eyes i feel it more as kind of a retirement almost you come down here you buy a house you know you're thinking about all right well you spent majority of your career i believe with san jose and you figure okay i'm gonna retire with them and then i'll just move down here um southwest florida and you know finish up your life i think that's his mindset but I don't see him winning a Stanley down here in the way. I see the same thing where he it's more of a retirement move for him, especially with him taking a league minimum. 
uh, the taxes are going to be a lot different than from San Jose and, and from Toronto and from Florida. It's going to be a total different different change correct, of pace for correct. him. The state so, income tax, I believe, it changes down here. Right. So he he's not going to have many issues. I think that he wants to have more fun in the sun. And uh, I think that's where it is. I think he'll... If anything, I'll give him three more years in the league, and then he'll probably end up retiring. And if he does, he'll he'll have fun living here, his, him and his family. I, I don't see why he wouldn't. It's a beautiful place to live. It's warm. It's sunny. And, I mean, you get the, the usual hurricane every year, but, <laughs> you know, uh, it's not a bad place to live and grow up. Hey, you know, you think about it, though. I mean, you're up in Canada. It's freezing cold. You're over in San Jose where you're dealing with wildfires. So a little slight change of pace. Of course, a couple hours south of the real fun in the sun. But, you know, (laughs) you get what you pay for. Absolutely. Uh, More good news. The Tampa Bay Lightning national anthem singer of uh, uh, Sonia Bryson was released from the hospital still going through her um, lung therapy and, and all of that, but she has been released, so thankful that she recovered well enough to escape the hospital and to um, to, to really get better and heal up. I'm, I love that all the prayers were, were answered for her. I'm happy for her that she has overcame it and is doing well. Absolutely, and doing exactly what she said that she would. She said she's going to get back to all the positive messages slowly but surely. And I know I had a couple from her roll in saying that um, she's thankful that she's out, back to her garden, which is what I said that she would be doing. And I can't wait to see her um, back at Emily. I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, As we get into this season... Uh, we also have a bit of uh, another bit of news as Darcy Quemper, who uh, was just traded to Colorado, is going to be number one in net for them. He's going to be their their netminder, their number one starter. Thoughts on him being number one in net for Colorado? I love this move by Colorado mainly because I picked the Coyotes to be able to go to the Stanley Cup final because of this man being in net. And now that he moved over to Colorado, unfortunately, they have a fantastic goaltender in net. And I think what you get most out of this man is the fact that he has such a consistent goaltender of playing through entire games. You know, you look at his games played, you look at his games started, and it lines up dead on for at least the last four, almost five seasons. Yeah, you finish games that you start and his numbers I would be happy with that man starting in my net you know obviously we're spoiled down here absolutely I love Darcy Kemper absolutely man this guy he does amazing things in that there's nothing that I haven't seen that he this man can't do Uh, I'm kind of surprised that Arizona let let him go so easy and uh, it's pretty insane to see what Colorado is bringing to the table next season with Nathan McKinnon and now with Darcy Kemper and that it's going to be an insane season absolutely absolutely I have to agree with you there and probably my favorite I think stat from a guy like Darcy who isn't really talked about in the league kind of a sleeper pick slides in with over 13,000 minutes played that's I mean, insane. That's impressive to say the least for 
a sleeper pick like that and 20 total shutouts in his career i'm happy yeah that is not a bad pickup for colorado i mean they definitely deserve it i feel like that uh they'll be contenders for the cup next season i know that the lightning are looking to three-peat but um the chances of that aren't aren't really likely i think that we talked about it before uh, earlier today at least that the um the New York Islanders were the last team to do it. And that was in the 80s, I believe, that you said. Yes, that was what I said in the car. I'm not sure if that stat is completely correct, but I do know that the Islanders were the ones that had the most recent run for at least that many consecutive. But the Blackhawks came close, I'll give them that. The Blackhawks and Pittsburgh came close, but who knows? I don't... I have a feeling that the Lightning will at least get to the Eastern Conference Final. Who they play against is unknown. I feel like that, if anybody, it would probably be between Boston, maybe Washington again. Who knows? Maybe not even Washington, because I know that Zdeno Chara is there. They're not... He He's on the downhill slope. Alex Ovechkin is getting closer to, to retiring, as great of a legend as he already is. Um maybe the Boston Bruins are going to be the ones that that go who knows I'm what are your definitely, thoughts on this definitely um as far as the vets go we got to be on the lookout for the young guys up and coming saying okay I watched these guys play when I'm growing up let's see how hard I can smash them into boards yeah it it, it brings a whole lot of competitiveness to the league it's it's something completely different that uh neither of us have thought about and uh now we're going to jump into uh sam reinhardt signing his three years six and a half million dollar contract with the florida panthers your thoughts on the signer your thoughts on this guy first before before i start sam reinhardt has always been really tough really defensive with the puck he's a very smart very intelligent player this is a steal for Florida. Really? Yes. I'm three years, six and a half million dollar contract. That is a fair contract. He plays well, plays very defensive hockey. He's smart when he's on the ice. He He's not as bad as people claim him to be. I think he just need needed to have the right team and I'm sure that with Florida his numbers will go up. I mean, you you think about it where he came from before. He wasn't putting up as great in numbers, but it's sometimes it's who you surround yourself with, sometimes it's who you play with, sometimes it's who you're coached under or or whatever the case may be, but I think that with this signing in Florida, I think his numbers go up. Yes, that is more of the path that I was headed on with Sam Reinhardt over here because in Buffalo he didn't really have that much success and it made him look a lot worse than he actually is so the price that Florida picked him up at I felt was extremely fair and I really do feel like you are correct with surrounding yourself with the right people he clearly has the experience in the league to be able to be successful the question is if he's able to support this team into making a potential cup run and a deep playoff run which i do believe he will be able to support that absolutely absolutely and uh the vancouver canucks signed jason dickinson to a three-year contract came from dallas 
What are your thoughts? I feel like him going to Vancouver is just, I don't want to say it's kind of the dump of the league, but you just kind of head down there. You try to be successful. JT Miller did fantastic. I was extremely concerned about him going over there. And I'm like, oh, I really don't want his career to rot. And he he played well and ended up on the top line over there. Jason Dickinson, I feel, will go the same route. Hopefully he's down there. Hopefully will be successful. And I love the Canucks. When the Sedins were playing, I really started to follow them deeper. Um, I started watching them when I bought NHL TV the first time, and I was never really able to watch a Rogers Center or Rogers Arena. I forget which one, but Rogers something where the Canucks play. And I was really looking forward to watching them play. So hopefully Jason Dickinson can dig him out of a hole. Yeah, absolutely. He did amazing things over with Dallas, so I don't see why he wouldn't do the same thing in Vancouver, especially being over there with JT Miller, another phenomenal player. I would expect him to do nothing but great things over there. Yeah, you're backed up by Elias Pettersson as well. A lot, a lot, a lot of young guys. And I don't know their AHL affiliate. I want to say it's the Utica Comets. I could be wrong, but I I really love watching that team play and hopefully those are the prospects that are headed over there yeah absolutely and now we're going to jump into austin matthews he has wrist surgery with a recovery period of a minimum of six weeks crazy how this guy goes with a minimum of six weeks after for a wrist surgery and ends up on the cover of nhl 2022 i thought that was a terrible pick for NHL 22, to be honest with you. The man already had his fame when he was just starting out in the league, ends up on the cover, understandable. Number one prospect, I believe he was the first overall pick as well. I mean, it would it would very surprise me if he wasn't. And then here we are in 2022, him on the cover again after a first round exit from the playoffs last year. I'm not, I'm not very happy with that one, Mike. When you, you had a picture-perfect photo of Vassy wearing the Con Smythe, how could you not put that on a video game made by EA? I think it's EA all over this one. I think that they just wanted somebody to be their poster boy. And uh, unfortunately, it wasn't a Lightning player. And I'm not saying that to be biased, but if you're looking at the reality of things, I would think that, you know, with... When you know players win the Super Bowl on Matt on the Madden cover, they're the face of the of the cover of the the video game, and the Lightning have won two Stanley Cup championships back to back, and nobody is on the front cover. I was expecting Braden Point to be on the front cover. I was expecting Nikita Kucherov, Victor Hedman, or Andre Vasilevsky to be, even be on the front cover of NHL 2022, but here we are with. Um, Again, Austin Matthews. Here's, well, I work with a lot of hockey fans over with the city of Largo, and I'm sure some of them will be listening to this show. And I was very open about seeing the teaser trailer for NHL 22 of a single, I want to say it was a single skate blade and maybe a sock and kind of part of a jersey of the Rangers, the New York Rangers. Mm. And I said to myself, 
and out loud as well. I believe it was to one of my staff members. Um, if this is Adam Fox, I'm not going to be a very happy camper. The sad part is I would be happier seeing Adam Fox on the cover rather than Austin Matthews, which is kind of embarrassing, to be honest. But, you know, EA is EA, and I'll keep my video game thoughts out of this one, but, man, sad, sad day. Yeah, I, I was expecting somebody to be great on the front cover. I know Austin Matthews has had huge uh, scoring numbers, putting up 30-plus goals a season, but... Come on, I would expect Alex Ovechkin to have another shot at the cover. or As much as I don't like him, Brad Marchand or, or somebody worthy of the front cover, I mean, at least Brad Marchand and the Bruins of it have went further than a first-rounder. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. The Rangers didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> the Rangers didn't even make the playoffs. It's, it's yeah. a crazy world we live in. On top of that, the Columbus Blue Jackets have signed Zach Ronaldo to a one-year, two-way contract. Ronaldo, I, I'm indifferent about this one. Um, not that I'm not saying I don't know much about Zach Ronaldo, but I do know in his rookie season, Mike. Do you know how many penalty minutes this man had in his rookie season? Uh, no idea on this one. I'm usually good with so, stats, but you seem <laughs> to have me on this one. Magically, I googled the most penalty minutes ever in a single season in the NHL. Somehow, this man isn't even in the top 50 of most ever with 232. That's crazy. 232 I don't penalty know minutes. What this man was doing when he uh, on his rookie season on the Flyers, but it, it couldn't have been good. Starting to sound a lot like Tom Wilson. He significantly reduced his penalty minutes since then. But on on Calgary, I I didn't really see great numbers from him. So I get we'll just have to we'll just have to see what happens with this man on the Blue Jackets. I mean, it's a two way contract, so they can move him to the AHL affiliate of their team. But that that's probably where he'll spend most of his time. I don't see him staying there long, and staying with uh, Columbus long. I. If it's a one-year, two-way contract, expect him to sit in the AHL and, and boost their uh, AHL affiliate. And yeah, that's fr- what I'm thinking as well. I'm not expecting him to stay as long as um, after this contract is over. But uh, a huge pickup again for Winnipeg. They re-sign Andrew Kopp to a one-year, $3.64 million extension. Andrew Kopp being one of the leading goal scorers for Winnipeg. Uh, definitely think that he deserved more years. Definitely think that he deserved more money. But I'm not the general manager of the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, th- this a- Andrew Kopp deserved more. I thought they signed this man because they were kind of testing the waters out. You did mention that he is one of the leading gold scorers on this team. But I feel like this year his most success is going to be his face-off. Him on the faceoff, I feel like if he can win those faceoffs in the offensive zone, you can feed a guy like Wheeler. And I, I feel like if he can put pucks in the back of the net, this team you'll see this team make a make a playoff run for sure. I don't know how deep they'll go facing off with teams in the West like Edmonton, 
but yeah yeah you'll see this team in the playoffs for sure they they've managed to do well in the playoffs in years past i don't see that changing uh if anything i see them going maybe into the third round possibly i don't oh wow i don't i don't wow. see them yeah because i you know they're if we're talking comparison of you know comparisons and comparing teams the Florida Panthers are a gr- are a good team but they're they're more of like the Leafs where they're a first round exit their Winnipeg Jets are better than the Panthers are and they'll make it to the second round they'll probably go up against Colorado in the in the conference final if i had to guess um being okay. that they, being being that Vegas has been on the downhill slope Montreal is going to have I'm I'm predicting that they're going to have their one shot at fame after uh losing to the Lightning in 5 that I they were a 13th ranked team that made it all the way to the Stanley Cup final didn't expect that they not that they didn't belong but that it was very unlikely for them to not just get there but to get as far as they did. So I, I'm predicting Winnipeg goes to at least the conference final against Colorado. That's fair. That's fair. I like your argument. I wouldn't send them that that far in the third round. I think they're more of a second. You know, if, if a team like Chicago gets in there, you obviously have Edmonton, who's a very, very hungry team. They could possibly send them out. It won't be an easy fight but they can possibly send them out. Maybe that series will go to seven, but you can guarantee if it's a game seven, you know where to find me. Speaking of, the Edmonton Oilers signed Slater Cuckoo to a two-year $925,000 contract. Cuckoo being a former Tampa Bay Lightning player, uh, now with Edmonton after being traded uh, from Chicago. I mean, we both have seen the work that Slater can do um, on the penalty kill especially, I think he's going to be huge for Edmonton here. And for a $925 deal, I I think that was a steal. I think they could have gotten more out of him. I definitely think that he could be in like the $1 million, maybe $1.5 million range. I definitely think that he deserves that. Being in the league uh, for the past few years and coming up with Tampa and doing well for them and going to Chicago and now with Edmonton, definitely think that he deserves a little bit of a pay boost i just want to see what he accomplishes first before even before looking at that more news uh on former lightning players adam ernie and detroit have settled at two year at a two-year 4.2 million dollar contract that's a 2.1 million dollars per season um i'm not upset with this contract i want to see more come out of Adam Ernie, um, he's playing with. Do you feel he's overpaid? I don't feel he's overpaid. I feel he's paid the right amount. Um, I would like to see more from him. That way, if he wants that pay boost, he's got to earn it. Um, I feel like, like I said in the episodes prior, I feel like Eisman's trying to get a power team back together. He's got Adam Ernie. He's got Valtteri Filippola, Tyler Bertuzzi. He's got Dylan Larkin. He's looking at Russians. I think he's drafted one this season. Um, expect him to do 
to turn that team around in the coming years. Uh, he yeah, he he's made definitely an, trying to build some lightning vibes for sure. He made an offer sheet to Braden Point last season. You know, unfortunately for them, Braden Point didn't take it. But he, you know, it's Braden Point is better off right now in signing his new contract. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I want to see some more grit out of Adam Ernie. To be honest with you, if he if he can get in the dirty areas, you know, be that guy like Yanni was, where you're in front of the net, you're John at guys, and then all of a sudden you come out smiling. If Adam Ernie can pull off that role, he'll earn that additional extra money for a year for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, Nashville also avoided arbitration, re-signing their goaltender UC Saros to a four-year, twenty million dollar deal. Huge for UC. Mikey, I love UC Saros. I have ever since he was backing up Pekka Rene, and he comes through in the playoffs for them, literally day in day out. I have nothing bad to say about UC Saros, except nothing but success for that man. I didn't see him play when we went to Bridgestone Arena to watch the Lightning play Nashville, but man, nothing but success for him. I, I love watching him play on TV, and hopefully one day see him in person. Absolutely, this guy is one. It's one of those guys where you hate to play against him, but you would love to have him on your team. Yes, yes, absolutely. I I dread seeing him. <laughs> Every single time that. The Lightning or any team has played against UC Saros. They become a he becomes a headache for them. He was a headache for the Lightning last season. He was a headache for for the Lightning this past season. He he's going to continue to be a headache. But I mean, like he 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 does so well. You you can't hate the guy because he plays well. Mikey, every year, pretty much since he was a rookie, the man's had a save percentage above point nine. That's nine out of ten times you save a puck over the course of a season <clears throat> gotta love it absolutely uh, the NHL also approved advertisements on players jerseys beginning with the 2022-2023 season I'm not a big fan of this mostly because why? I, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of this like why do you have to have an advertisement on your jersey that's that's like giving collegiate players advertisements for their jerseys they need to earn their money they need they're already getting paid by the league they need to have advertisements on their jerseys you're already getting so paid how to many ads do you think are gonna go on these jerseys I, I'm predicting three maybe Mostly because the league has already signed a, a deal with Adidas, so you know that there's going to be Adidas already on the jersey. They're probably going right. to have their own advertisement from something that they're already working on, and maybe something with with another deal. Expect Nikita Kucherov to have Bud Light all over his jersey. <laughs> hey, listen, I wouldn't be too upset about that, but if the Bolts don't get Publix, I'll be pretty. Upset. <laughs> I'm really hoping. I'm really hoping for that Publix logo. And I don't think there's going to be that many, Mikey. I'm saying maybe two, like Adidas and one other one. Honestly, I don't I don't think these jerseys are going to be covered. Even if they were covered, I wouldn't be too upset about it just because I love the style of like of NASCAR racing jerseys. They got ads all over on BMX. I'm I'm all for all the advertisements. I'm not too upset about this one at all. Um in other news, the NHL rejected Philip Grubauer's contract with the Seattle Kraken 
Apparently, it was because it violated the league's requirements for a front-loaded contract. So, his contract will have to be restructured and resubmitted to the NHL for approval. So, with this happening, he's not off the team, right? They just have to fix it, and he's playing again, right? Right. They, they have to fix up his contract and make sure it's to the league's uh, requirements because apparently they're not the the requirements for his contract haven't been met so it's not that he hasn't been signed it's more so that they just have to restructure the contract and work on it all right that's a good deal i mean you know they the kraken made their front office mistakes before the team even started now here we are oh yeah hopefully they get it right you know no big deal i mean they already got rid of two picks that they had already and sent them back to their previous teams on top of this where uh they're not even yeah, the hot they, where hot they mess. where they violated the league's requirements like you said a hot mess in seattle uh, we'll see if they're ready come uh come opening day yeah when's the jersey release again about a month from now actually almost exactly a month from now i believe the jerseys will be able to go on sale on nhlshop.com right I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're right on that as well. So, I mean, maybe I'll look at a Gore jersey. But the the jerseys aren't bad looking. I like the colors. I don't like the uh, the logo that much. I The logo is too big. Uh, yeah, and it's the Kraken. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily like the logo. I mean, if it was a different logo, like a big S or something... With uh, that it is was, a big ass. I, I mean, you know what I mean. Like a, I want yeah, I, I, I want it. the I different. Not I, with yeah, I want a different font. I want like a cooler font style, something like our Crash the Net shirts that are coming out pretty soon. Oh, let's go. The the I'm looking at price ranges right now for those shirts. Uh, we're looking at buying shirts, just black shirts, and having them printed on. If anything, I'll do them through Custom Ink. Uh, they'll be, uh, I'll be paying thirty-five dollars to have them made. It's gonna be a trial run, so don't be so too scared of the price right now. It's just a trial run, and see what you guys like, see what you guys don't like, see what you want to put on it. Anything different? If you want to see any changes, it, it's just, we're we're gonna try to to do something big with these shirts i'm putting numbers on the back uh, they're gonna have a cool style a lot better than the s on the front of the seattle kraken jersey i can tell you that <laughs> oh yeah i just don't understand the concept behind you have a giant tentacle s on the front then i get the anchor it's obviously a huge huge shipyard and um and big shipping industry over there overseas yeah. with seattle right so the anchor is plausible i get it but why is it so tiny you have the front huge and the shoulder is small if the shoulder was bigger maybe extended part down the arm would make more sense to me but a right. tiny little anchor there it's just like okay we're here yeah like like i said i just want to see a a new I, I wanted to see something better i expected a different font uh, a different style of that ass. I didn't. Uh, I know that they're trying to get to Seattle's roots, and they're they're trying to show what kind of city they are. But like like I said, I would just prefer a different font. I didn't like the tentacle on the front. Like I, I'd rather them do something a little different. 
I wouldn't even mind tentacles wrapping around the numbers, to be honest. Yeah, something like that. Like, I, I, so you I, can throw it in, but not scream it. <laughs> right. Exactly. I like that. That's a new. That's a new twenty twenty one touch. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, more news is that the Lightning captain Steven Stamkos is selling his home, or has sold his home for sixteen million. Uh, is looking at a new home in the Tampa area, around uh, seven million. That's a steal for the captain. For sure, and I'm actually more concerned about the person who bought, or the person or family who bought the house. On Zestimate, I believe the house was only valued at like a touch over nine million dollars, and here it is sold for almost double that. Yeah, um, and it's crazy to see how much these players' homes sell for. I know Eisman sold his home in Detroit uh, a couple years ago for around the same maybe even more i think it was in the 20 million dollar range i want to say do you it was think it was plus. his name that jacked the price up so much like okay steven stamkos lived in this house is that why the realtor jacked up the price so much it may be it may also be the size of the house i mean like i know mansions are are, are a big thing i don't know what his home looked like or anything but i'm sure that with what he's getting paid that it was a pretty decent sized home I'm I'm guessing yes it was a decent sized home but the, on Zillow the Zestimate price was about half of what he ended up like I guess selling for I mean unless he uh, did some renovations or something to bump up the price but even then I don't think it would bump it up that much yeah no way no way but I'm glad he's staying in Tampa I'm glad he's staying in Tampa. He's he's not on the move. For the Lightning fans that are listening, he's not leaving Tampa. You don't have to worry about his contract being renegotiated. You don't have to worry about him retiring, at least not yet. Like I said in previous episodes of the podcast, I'm I'm expecting him to retire at the end of this contract. That's what I'm saying. If he does, is his number in the rafters, Mike? Not at first. There's got to if we started with, um, if we started with Vinny LeCavier and Martin Saint Louis, there's got to be guys from around that time period and you know, right before Stamkos that need to go up in the rafters first. I would think like Brian Bradley or Jason Cullimore for sure. Wow, I wouldn't put Cullimore up there, but I love what he's doing outside of after he was a player. I his his community stuff that he's doing. He even did programming for us at the Rec. Obviously behind the scenes, like he wasn't there or anything, but his people were. That's why I think his number needs to go into the rafters. I mean, like look at what he's done on the ice. He was a great defenseman for the Lightning. Won the Stanley Cup with Dave Andrzejczyk. And then he does all of the community and charity work around the city. I mean, come on, this guy kind of deserves it, you know. He's so quiet. I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, what was I mean, his number again? I'm pretty sure he was number six. Either number six oh. or number nine, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it was six, oh, okay. though. But um, I, I do think that he needs to, that at some some point that he does need to. Um, very nice guy, very all-around. Uh, enjoyed watching him play. Uh, I, I've actually had... I've had some time to work with him a little bit with kids clinics and stuff like that. So 
the, the guy. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. The kids' clinics. Yeah. I, I've had a lot of fun working with him. He's a great guy to be around. I wouldn't be, you know, it, it wouldn't shock me to see his number in the rafters at some point. I would think. I'm just like I said, Stamkos will be up there eventually. I just don't think it needs to be that quick. Give him a few years after he retires. I would say at least three to maybe three to five years before his numbers in the rafters after he retires. He's going to end up doing big things for the community as well. Expect that. But we're all we're just going to finish the show out on a little bit of a high note. A little farewell to uh, your contending team. The Arizona Coyotes will be playing their last season at Gila River this season. I have mixed feelings about this one only because I I love like seeing Gila River on TV and stuff and I always want to attend a game there. Hopefully, hopefully I can. But that ice Mike was awful. <laughs> and I think everybody can agree with me there. You Absolutely. couldn't settle a puck down on that ice if it, you guys are paid millions of dollars a season and you can't settle a puck down on that ice. Nope. I, I completely agree with you 100%. They, I, I'm looking forward to see what their new arena will be. I don't know where it'll be. I don't know where, where they're going to put it. It's got to be do, close. Do, oh, what's their team? Jeez, the Phoenix Suns. Do they play there at Gila River? I don't know to be honest. I don't I don't follow basketball that much, but Yeah, I almost forgot the I name would... of the team and they made it to the I, I wanna say they made it to the finals and I almost forgot the team. I would think that they could use the same arena if that if that the Phoenix Suns are playing it. I don't like T- Tampa Bay was using the Raptors. I don't see why they couldn't do the same thing with the Suns. Oh yeah. Oh mo- most hockey teams share with where the basketball teams play. But I, I'm just unsure because I don't I don't see the name, and yeah. I also don't watch much basketball. Yeah. But yeah, like Staples Center, Wells Fargo. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're we're Even looking. Emily, as of as of recently, you're right with the Toronto Raptors coming down here. But yeah, most teams that have hockey play at the same place as basketball. Oh, uh, one more thing before we close out. I did see that. Advent Health Center Ice will be hosting the Prospect Tournament um, for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm pretty sure it was the Florida Panthers uh, as well as other teams. It will be, uh, as I see from Brian Burns, uh, they'll host the 2021 NHL Prospect Showcase in Wesley Chapel September 18th to the 21st. The Prospect teams being from Tampa Bay, Carolina, Nashville, and Florida will all participate. The showcase is open to the public, so if anybody wants to go check it out, I suggest you do. These prospects are going to be huge. I skated at Center Ice, actually with you, Mike, the one and only time I've been there, and I definitely plan on going back for sure. That was the nicest hockey arena for, like, the public for skating, for learning how to play hockey I've ever been to. And plenty of rinks for everybody, plenty of locker rooms, no concern with space there. And upstairs you have a full restaurant and bar that actually wasn't half bad when we went. During a playoff game, I believe, is when we went. Yep. Man, I love it there. 
enjoy it. And also it. for you guys that don't know how to skate and only can rollerblade, they have that too. Absolutely. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun season. Like we always say, we're looking forward to it. I'm getting ready to sign off. Dylan, you got any last things? I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. The show was great. I love being here. Um, actually, there is one more thing. Last episode, we talked about Tony Esposito and his passing. Right. And shortly after um, the podcast was released, my, my uncle mentioned to me, do you know why he was called Tony O? Uh, I do not remember that. What was he called Tony O for? 15 shutouts in a season. Uh, I do remember that now. I do remember seeing a stat like that. Yeah, 74 maybe? That's insane. That's absolutely unreal. What a career. What a career, what a legend. He will be missed. I'm all out of time here. Dylan, it's been awesome having you as my co-host. Take us out. Absolutely. You guys playing hockey, if you're a defenseman out there, never ever forget, crash the net.